This episode of Duel of Taints is brought to you by Gilgamesh Brewing, making a beer for everyone. Visit gilgameshbrewing.com for more information. Welcome to Duel of Taints, the number one podcast where we argue about the shit that is most important to you and I, and Kane. I'm Red. <laughs> and I'm Kane. The other one. The in other. This relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Kane, what's going on, man? Not all fucking much. Hey, Dude, guess what? I'm in Hawaii right now. I know. I was just going to say, like, and you are actually in Hawaii right now. What up? You're not in Hawaii right now. But I... But you are. When people listen to this, you'll magic, be in Hawaii. The magic of time travel. That's right. Are you going to have time to post this? Uh, I'll probably edit it, get it ready to go. So all I have to do is click a button. So just hopefully... I'm assuming your hotel over there will have Wi-Fi and you can just... Oh, if not, I can do it from my phone. I just need to basically get oh, everything... Oh, you just upload it, but you just don't... Quite. Yeah, you uh, you basically like put it in the batter's box, basically, mm. and uh, and then you just got to click one button and publish it. I like it. So it should be good to go. Um, so Kane, I don't know if you ever listen to Joe Rogan podcast. I do a little bit here and there. I uh, like it. So I gotta admit, I've, I've become quite a Joe Rogan fanboy, especially with like my my recent uh, forays into trying to do stand up and all that. Like, yeah. Well, he has some really good guests. I mean, just well, because he's, he's show, Joe man. Rogan. So. And, I, and I've started going through and I've started listening to guests that I don't recognize their names right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are some fucking amazing, amazing shows. Um, but that's not – well, that is what I was going to talk about. I listened to a, a Joe Rogan podcast the other day with uh, one uh, – an interesting fellow. I love his television show. It was the Survivor Man himself, yeah. Les Stroud. Yeah. Who uh, I've, I've listened to that, that same episode. Did you? That's oh, a good episode. So good, man. And Especially my, when he starts talking about Bigfoot. Yeah, they talk about Bigfoot like the whole fucking time. Pretty much. Uh, that's what's awesome about it. <laughs> and um, yeah, it, it's it's funny. Uh, Les invited Joe to go out Bigfoot hunting with him, and Joe turned him down. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, well, wasn't get- Joe's reasoning like he didn't want it? Want the dream ruined or something like that? I can't remember now. No, he just wanted to spend time. Like he he did. Like the thing was, is he said that if he went out there and they didn't find Bigfoot, then he would have been thinking the whole time, like, well, that's three days I could have spent with my kid or something like that. You know? Oh yeah. But I mean, that's the which beauty. is the wrong mindset. When you go Bigfoot hunting, you're not really Bigfoot hunting. Yeah. You're enjoying nature. You're enjoying whatever friends you're out with. Like when we we did our Bigfoot hunt. Um, last year. Go back year. and listen to the episode, <laughs> yeah. listener. So, like, yeah. I think it's like, what, 16 or 17 or 18? Yeah. Like, it's anyways. called Debotch Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and we, by the way, we need to start planning the next one because we got to. Yeah, I was thinking that too. We got to start planning that one. And, uh, but yeah, that, to me, most the most fun was getting be, being able to bullshit with my dad and my brothers, hanging out. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. Uh, it's just fun. Yeah, I mean. So yeah, it's like you, you go out there. It's 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 a glorified hiking trip. Yeah, and I personally, I do, I do tend to believe more than I, more than not, that Sasquatch is real. So there's always that, like, what if we actually did yeah. find something? And while on our trip, 
we sadly, because I know we built it up, like, yeah, we're going to have the trail cams, we're going to post yeah. them online, and we literally had nothing. The only thing we did find that was any somewhat interesting was a uh, 2 Well, I was that random, although that was interesting. We should have taken more pictures of that. Yeah, I know. No, but no, I was seeing that random ass footprint. That was weird. It wasn't huge. It wasn't like a, like what you, oh, yeah, that what was you think weird. a big footprint would be, but it was a, it was obviously a bare foot and it was, you mean a human foot? Yeah. It was a human foot, but it was just one and it was in a, in a spot that like, why the fuck was someone out here with no shoes on? Yeah, that was weird. That was only like, but there was that teep. Fuck, that was so Dude, crazy. And then the night though, like when, like that weird, like howling or screaming. And you, didn't you blame that on me? Like the next day, like what the fuck were you doing last night? Like, well, dude, I and asleep, I was telling man. you, like I heard all that, all that screaming and mm-hmm. stuff going on. And then I fell asleep, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was probably like four o'clock in the morning, maybe three thirty. And I honestly thought Kane was standing near my tent. Yeah, I had a one man tent. <laughs> oh, right. and, I'm coming for you. And I, well, honestly, because I heard like feet shuffling, like <laughs> around the tent. Especially, like, over behind, like, the area that wasn't really our campsite. Yeah, well, let's set it up. Because you, you had your own little tent. Yeah. And my dad and Max um, had their, had a tent pretty close to yours. Yeah. And then, like, the, the fire, p- fire pit wasn't too far from you. Then I opted just to sleep in my car mm-hmm. because our campsite itself wasn't, wasn't a lot of room for three tents. Yeah. And your tent was kind of small and... Me and my dad and my brother, we're big dudes. Yeah. I mean, they had like a four-person tent, but that's a really a two-person tent. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? And I had to, I was like, fuck it. I'm sleeping the the Equinox. I'll be fine. So I was actually, I was quite a ways away from you guys. Yeah. Well, and I assumed that you had got up in the middle of the night for like a smoke break or something. Mm. And But it kept, it didn't go away. And then I heard like weird, like, I heard sniffing, like... <laughs> You know, that sort of stuff, like, going on. Um, Did it sound like a dog? Later later on, I mean, the way I rationalize it now was it was just, like, someone's dog, like, going through. Someone let the dog out of the tent and it went, you know, just went too far from the. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know. Or maybe it was some other animal. Like, I mean, I guess it could have been a deer mm-hmm. or something. Like, I don't know if they sniff a lot, but. They got noses. I assume they can. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that was we funny. Sound to me. Like, oh, they have noses, so why not? <laughs> Logically. <laughs> Logically, deers have noses. Therefore, they must sniff at some point. Uh, <laughs> what a couple city slickers. Right. Do deers have. Can they sniff? <laughs> Just the idea of, like, a deer. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> sniff me under my finger. <laughs> but. I don't know. It was something, and and then I heard some like weird sounds too, like outside the tent that wasn't like the screaming, howling stuff that was from before. And at well, one point, well, I was like, "Kane, Kane," and then that's when it stopped. And I that's why I thought it was you, just like taking a smoke break or or you know, yeah, or pissing or something, yeah. or just fucking around. Yeah, no, it re- actually, it really, I swear to God, it wasn't me. I did hear the howling, but I never saw. And the howling to me sound. I mean. Again, I was in a car. Someone so said it sounded like kids. That's what I took it as. I thought it was a couple of like, girls or something. Like, someone told me. Around. Someone told me that cougars actually make that sound too. Really? Like, well, I mean, I suppose it's possible. I've never heard a cougar make it. I mean, and I've never heard him do that. Yeah, same here. But uh, but I was in a car. I was quite a ways away from you guys, 
and in a car, the, so the sound was kind of muffled. I wasn't as exposed to it, so it's possible I was hearing it wrong. To me, it sounded like a couple girls off in the distance fucking around. Yeah. Yeah, very well could be. But I wasn't sure if maybe it sounded more primal. I mean, I was. it seemed to me I was the only one like really freaked out by that. Because afterwards, like your dad was like, oh, no, that was just some girls. Not much freaks out my dad, though. Yeah. He's one of those guys, like, it's like... Well, I was, I was really scared when I heard, like, it seemed like someone was standing over my tent. Like, it almost, like, the moon... That is was, freaky. Like, the moon was shining down, and I couldn't really, like, see... Like, I'm not gonna say, like, there was a silhouette of a man, like, pressed up against my tent or whatever, but it was just really scary because I could tell there was someone standing maybe, like, within two feet of the tent, or, you know, two or three feet of the tent. Yeah. Their feet were shuffling on the ground. I could hear something else sniffing, and that was like what really scared me too. Was I was thinking, and then I heard like a man sigh, but I think it must, it might have been Max or your dad. Like I heard from the tent because yeah. their tent was pretty close to mine, but I heard someone sigh, and all, the, and then my heart started racing, and I was like, "There's fucking." Some See, but what's dude creepy about that? It's tent. not like the, the. What's creepy about that? It's not the possibility that it was Bigfoot. What's creepy about that? I just is, thought it was some other. You fuck said you heard it was stick. someone standing, or you, you thought. Someone's standing there shuffling feet, and then you heard something else sniffing. Yeah. Someone's fucking walking their dog in the middle of the night to take a piss right through our campsite. That's what. That's creepy. Yeah. Like that's obviously campsite. I well, mean, dude, it's like it's like Les Stroud said in this interview with Joe Rogan that no matter like everything he's encountered in the wild is n- nothing scarier than when he's encountered human beings. Oh in the yeah. Wild. Like he says, nothing scares him more than encountering all the human. freaky fucking places we we hiked to on that trip. The freakiest is when we found that, like... Teepee? Teepee. And then those country dudes were, like, walking around. Remember that? Like... Country dudes? I don't know. Never mind. We saw some dudes. Yeah. Driving, but I don't... I might have accidentally inserted some details in my my, in my memory that weren't real. Well, no. Hold on. Let's think about this. Did we... Uh, you, are you talking like you saw those creepy dudes on our drive up that really steep hill? Yeah, maybe. We no, we did. We definitely, we definitely saw some dudes there. But no, the the creepy thing about that teepee was, I mean, it, it was off this this really like it's pretty much an old access slash logging road that was really steep in some places. And we had my wife's car, which has four wheel drive, so we took that up there. And um, as we're driving up there, you know, we go really far. We uh, seemed like we were driving for a half hour up that hill. It was just constantly. And then at a certain point, we turn around, you know, once we're like, well, we've just gone too far. We got, we got out several times, looked around, did some Bigfoot calls, had some fun. And as we're driving down, we come across, like, I can't remember who spotted it, but like down this even grittier dirt road that's off this access road, you know, there's like some kind of something out there. So we get out, we check it out, and it's like, there's like this little makeshift wooden like teepee made out of scrap wood, and yeah. then it's a cooler, and then it's obviously some hillbilly rednecks, rednecks using it as a shooting range, like shooting shit because there's shotgun shells everywhere, which is kind of creepy. You know, there's this bullshit. I mean, there's, there's shit. It's obviously like someone and in the background. They, we could hear banjos. <laughs> you got poor mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember when we were going up to that teepee, we were looking at like there's that cooler. Yeah. Inside of it, I was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna open that up, and there's gonna it's be a fucking be like, human head, or there's yeah, gonna be, gonna say, like, there's yeah, gonna be like a bunch of face. cocks, there's like be... a still beating heart." 
<laughs> they were just here. <laughs> they quit. That's what was scary. All of a sudden, the woods get completely silent. We like look around, and they're all sitting. But up did in the you trees know? But the us. thing is, the woods were really silent right there. Yeah, they were. Like we could hear, and there's. I, I'm sure it was just either a deer or a raccoon or something off in the distance. Yeah, like, I think it was a bird, maybe. No, but something was like there was causing like twigs to crack. That was creepy. And I, I my biggest worry was like, what the fuck? What if these guys come back and we're sitting there fucking around with their shit? Know, yeah. No, that was pretty creepy. It so was we a stole a bunch of their wood. Yeah, we did, actually. <laughs> um, but, yeah. You know what was really insightful about that um, Les Stroud interview? Was that I've realized, like, he's just a dude. And he's actually a pretty cool dude. Yeah. That, like, I used to – I don't know where I got this idea that he was Royal Canadian Mounted Police, RCMP. Yeah. But um, I don't think he ever was. Like – He's actually mo- like more famous for his music. Like, he's I guess, a good harmonica. I guess he's a, considered a really like a, like a distinguished blues harmonica player. Dude, he is fucking phenomenal. It's just fascinating. Um, I'm looking him up right now on uh, Wikipedia. Um, he is a Canadian musician, filmmaker, and survival expert, best known as the creator, writer, producer, director, cameraman, and host of the television series Survivor Man. Um, he's, he did some stuff in the music industry. Nothing about the Canadian mounted. Yeah, there, I don't think there is any. I I tried to look it up too before I before we started. But uh, and naturally, of course, with any sort of uh, interview with Les Stroud talking about Survivor Man, there's going to be a few things that come up, including uh, who they uh, who they passionately nicknamed Johnny Appleseed because they didn't want to say his name. Yeah. Of course, they're talking about Bear Grylls, Man vs. Wild. God. Ken, it brings us to our first duel in a while. Yeah. Just because you said, oh, God. (laughs) Who do you think is better, Les Stroud, the Survivor Man, or Bear Grylls? Les Stroud all the way. Because Les Stroud was actually doing it. Really? He was actually doing it. He was all by himself out there. Bear Grylls was doing it? He had a whole camera crew with him constantly. He wasn't surviving on the food. Have you ever, you saw him piss on himself though, right? I've seen a lot of people piss on themselves, right? <laughs> to survive, though. He wasn't not to actually survive. The camera crew's right there. They had a medic with them at all times. And they weren't eating. He wasn't surviving on the food that he had to scrounge for. Yeah, he he was definitely informative and he was showing different things you could, you know, eat and whatnot and how to build a fire and all that bullshit. But there's like one time, I, I can't remember, I think they were like in Ireland or somewhere doing like a an episode where they were actually eating McDonald's or Burger King. On, you know that, that's what they were eating. So like he wasn't actually out there surviving. Survivor man, he's no. You're full of shit. I've never heard that story. Look it up right now. Oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying but there was like a big controversy. Like he's not actually out there surviving, but Lester Out actually does all that stuff, and he actually doesn't eat anything else he's actually eating what he can find now here's the thing where i used to think les stroud was rcmp bear grills yeah was well, british in, SAS. A, in a one-on-one fight yeah bear grills is gonna I'm not win talking about who's gonna win in a fight i know i'm talking about who's better at doing their job that's right surviving is. he's much better because he actually does it for the show I, on the show he actually does it yeah i get that you're gonna point out that bear grills was only a reservist in the sas <laughs> But he was still in the SAS. I actually wasn't even going to point that out. <laughs> I know. That's why I said it. Uh, I didn't even know that. 
Uh, but Look, uh, the one I think the one downside to Bear Grylls that can be said is that he comes from a rich family. Yeah. Other than that, he can survive on your anus. <laughs> I can't go on with this trade anymore. I actually fucking hate Bear Grylls. You're not really going for it like you normally do with Han Solo. Imposter. <laughs> oh my god, dude. That yeah, looks so much cooler. You hear about that fucking scandal where he like he fucking stayed in like some four star hotel yeah oh my fucking god like, what I, I saw his explanation and in his offense you know i don't think they ever actually claimed that he was actually doing all this stuff he's just showing you what you could do in situations no i mean honestly he never though, claimed was it the same network as survivor man no they it, both was different. Dis- it was different they weren't discovery channel one's discovery channel i want to say the other one was like not tlc but something like that yeah you know I no they no they definitely were different. I mean, I don't even like Bear Grylls. Like everything he does. Like the thing is, is I learned a very specific way of surviving in the woods because I was a Boy Scout, mm-hmm. and it's all. Did about, you almost make Eagle Scout? Yeah, I just. Does that haunt you to this day that you could have done something that would have, yeah, been with you for the rest of your life and helped you be successful, and yeah. instead you're podcasting with this fat asshole myself? <laughs> I would still be if I was an Eagle Scout. I'd still be podcasting with you, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's just depressing. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, because Eagle Scout's all about getting out there and, like, building, like, it, to me, it's about building your own way. And that's ultimately, like, what this podcast is to me. Is this just, is you becoming an Eagle Scout. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I feel Beagle like, Scout. We'll, call, well, this is, you're a Beagle Scout. Beagle Scout. I feel like between uh, going on tour and doing the podcasting stuff, I'm a very successful Beagle Scout. <laughs> um <laughs> But, uh, to, no, to me about Eagle, Eagle Scout was all about, um, just figuring shit out for yourself. Yeah. And, and honestly, podcasting has been one long problem solving problem. Oh, like, we're still you know, in. Exactly. We're exactly. still figuring shit out. It, it mean, feels like, it feels like a big Eagle Scout project, honestly. Yeah. But, um, it does really, like, I, more than a lot of things, really regret not going the distance. Be, I was at that point in my life where I just didn't care anymore, yeah. and I was so done. It was like, well, I have to graduate high school, but I don't have to get Eagle Scout. How close were you to Eagle Scout? I was a uh, one rank away. I was a Life Scout. So you were pretty damn close. Isn't like only one out of every hundred people actually uh, boys? One out of every hundred Boy Scouts become Eagle Scout. Like it's not. The, it's r- actually rare. Maybe. I mean, in my in my troop, everyone before me. Got Eagle Scout. I was the first one. Just one fuck up who couldn't do it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, everybody. Seriously, everyone before me, almost everyone, except for a few who quit, uh, got Eagle Scout. Everyone who stayed in the Scouts until, like, to the last possible minute, which is, like, when you're 18. Yeah. Um, got Eagle Scout. And then, like, it was weird, though, because we were kind of broken up into these generations. Like, there was... There was the older generation, which the youngest one was like a cla- like two classes ahead of me in yeah. high school. And then there was my generation of Boy Scouts. And everyone except for me quit in that generation. I stayed all the way to the end. Yeah. Um, you stayed all the way till you were 18? Yeah. Uh, and so there was probably there was probably like 10 of us in my generation that went from being Cub Scouts together to being Boy Scouts together. Yeah. And every single one of them quit. And then there was a generation below me, which were a couple classes below me. And they, I don't know what happened to them because I was gone, obviously. But they went, they seemed like they were going the distance too. 
I was the first one other than all the quitters in my, I, j- I made it all the way to Life Scout and then I just sort of, I didn't want to do the work. You have to, you have to get merit badges and it's a lot of self-motivation and a yeah. lot of. Like, the, like what do you mean? Like how many merit badges? Like how do you go from Life Scout to Eagle Scout? Like what are the steps? What do you point, have to accomplish? At that point, it's all merit badges. You have what, to, you what, have how many to merit get, badges are there? What? How many merit badges does it take from Life Scout to Eagle Scout? Um, I think when it's all said and done, like you probably only have to have 50 merit badges to become an Eagle Scout. But the difference is, is so like when you go, when you first start, I think your rank is called Tenderfoot. And then you go from being Tenderfoot to being second class. Yeah. And you go from second class to being first class. Yeah. And all of those things, all the way up to first class are all like skill and knowledge based. Yeah. So you just need to know how to tie knots, how to, uh, sharpen your knife, how to, you know, not die in the woods or whatever. You yeah. just have to, it's just knowledge base. And yeah. they, and they do, you go up in rank based on like a weird little interview thing where you sit in front of the board and you, and they ask you questions mm-hmm. and it's just like a job interview in my mind. Yeah. Um, well, it's part of it. It's building up life experience. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, those were all great. Um, and that, okay, so that's what, when you, when you become a Boy Scout, you start out as a tenderfoot. Yeah. Then second class, then first class, and then what? And then you go to, I think, Star Scout. Star Scout? I think this is how it goes. Star Scout and then Life Scout. Okay, so you were, you were up there. You were like a Jedi Knight. You just didn't make Jedi Master. Pretty much. Like, yeah, I just didn't make the council. I was like Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> you could have, but you didn't. I could have. It was well within my grasp. Honestly. How many merit badges did you have? for when we aged out oh i probably have well over 100 they say you needed 50 yeah because so what happens is so when you after you get to first class all of your advancement from that point is like skill and knowledge based and then after that it's based on merit badges Mm -hmm. and there's a number you have to get what the what they call eagle required merit badges yeah there are other merit badges that that you can get just to get they're not required to get eagle scout uh and when it's all said and done, I probably had about a hundred. And so there, it's just like high school at that point or college. Like there's a number of electives that you can take yeah. because you need like to get Star Scout, you need like 10 like elective merit badges and then you need to get five Eagle Scout badges or something. Oh, okay. Or like 10 Eagle Scout badges. Yeah. Um, I think actually you might only need 30 merit badges to get Eagle Scout, I think. Like it's definitely less than 50 because I think you got to get 10 and then five eagle required. Yeah. Which so you choose from the list of required ones, and then it's like ten, and then ten eagle required, or something like that. Yeah. Um. But and so and then it's the same thing. So we, when you do that, you can get star scout, and then when you get the merit badges again, uh, the right amount, then you get life scout, and then when you get the right amount again, and then you devise your eagle project which is some sort of like community service or some sort of project that you devise from start to finish. You enlist help, you enlist the way it's going to do, uh, the way it's going to go. And then you do it. And when it's done, then you have your Eagle Scout ceremony and everything has to be approved. It has to be like legit. You can't yeah. just do it. And right? an Eagle Scout ceremony. Like what's that like? Is that like being a made man in the mafia? I don't know what it's like to be a made man in the mafia, but I suppose like, it's a big deal. Like I went to all of my, well, you, you know, I mean, I believe, Okay, Austin, we mentioned him in the last episode, you know, uh, mm-hmm. from Cindercode, a band I was in. Yeah. He was an Eagle Scout. Was he? Yeah. I don't, I never talked to him any any beyond that other than the fact that he told me he was an Eagle Scout. Hmm. Um, honestly, like, I, I feel like any person that's an Eagle Scout instantly has my respect, and I know that's kind of like a dipshit thing to say. Well, no, but... that, I mean, that's still to this day, like, if you make Eagle Scout, that's like, 
that's uh, that goes with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. As far as that's something you can put on a resume and it instantly helps you. Well, I think more than anything too, like Boy Scouts was ver- like really transformative for me. Yeah. Like everything important that I know in life, I didn't learn from high school. I learned from my scoutmaster. Yeah. Like, you know. Who... Now I have a question for you. Go ahead. Um, if this is too personal, I understand. No. Did your scoutmaster ever touch you? God, you're so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> One time it's okay, Rhett, you're in a we were place. doing push-ups. Oh my God, he did. No, he didn't. <laughs> this is This is my scoutmaster for you. And this guy, honestly, like one of my favorite human beings on the planet. Uh, he's one of the hardest workers you've ever met. Yeah. And he's worked blue collar his entire life. Yeah. And when you talk to him, he seems like a very simple man. Like yeah. not stupid by any means, but a very simple man. But the depth of knowledge that this man possesses yeah. and the experience and the wisdom with all this stuff, he is – he is just so freaking brilliant. It's amazing. He's like Yoda. Yeah, he's like it's like Qui Gon Jinn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he never <laughs> never touched us. Nobody ever touched us. I I think we had a pretty good uh, Boy Scout troop here. Does in it town. bug you though that Boy Scouts like are so anti-gay? Not that being gay e- equals to like men touching little boys. That's not the case at all. Um, I'm, never, just, I'm just saying, but that as a side, another side issue, does it ever bug you that, that like they were maybe not as bad now, but for a very long time, they were really anti-gay. They still are. Um, it bugs me now as an adult. Well, I get as a kid, and that's what I'm saying, as an adult now, I, I get as a kid, you're not really privy to that. Or you don't yeah, really honestly, that. I had no idea. And I knew, honestly, I even knew my scoutmaster was against gay yeah. marriage and stuff. But it never entered into the bias of what he taught us. It never entered into the, like the Boy Scout curriculum, and no one had ever told me really like, well, the Boy Scouts are um, anti-gay. Like I didn't even really know that until I was like sixteen or seventeen. Well, I, I guarantee you, ninety-five percent of all Boy Scouts under the age of sixteen have no clue that there's even a controversy. Yeah, it just doesn't enter their mind. But then what I found out is, of course, the Boy Scouts is a deeply, deeply Christian organization, mm-hmm. which I never knew. Like, well, I did know because you say prayers and you do all this like yeah. shit and stuff beforehand, and that's. But I thought that was just part of the deal. Yeah. And honestly, I never felt like it took anything away from me. Not, I'm not a deeply religious person at all. And I felt like doing the prayers and doing and being involved in all that like religious stuff at camps and that was just part of the- it. Was just, I just thought it was part of it. And actually, I feel like it's. I mean, I'll defend it. I feel like it enriched my experience. I don't think it's necessarily bad at all. But I mean, it's. I guess it's the same thing. I mean, the, the thing is, is that when you get into the bigger troops that are more like I don't want to say cash cows, I guess, but like I, I almost think of them more as like farms. Yeah, there are troops that are really big. Where the first thing that you do, you spend the first six months drilling, do, 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 and you have first class scout within six months of being a Boy Scout. Oh, wow. So you're generally a first class scout by the time you're 13, and you're Eagle Scout by the time you're 15 or 16. Jesus. I didn't become first class. Like, I joined the scouts at 12, maybe a little bit before at 11, and yeah. I didn't become first class until like 13 or 14. Yeah. So I was already in it for a couple years at that point, and I didn't get Life Scout until I was 17 years old. Yeah, and so I went really slow. Like we and we—that's the thing. We just did Boy Scouts to do Boy Scouts. We weren't doing it to get Eagle Scout. Yeah, no, and, I get that. Um, but going back to the gay thing, um, 
I remember the first time someone was like, well, doesn't it like, doesn't it bother you that there can be gay kids in there? And I was like, what? That's it was so that's weird. A stupid question. And an, adult, be, and an adult had said it to me too. There's gay like, kids everywhere. Yeah. Hey, what the fuck does it matter? Well, and I realized that our our troop was something special too because we had kids who weren't even Christian. Like they were Orthodox, like Eastern, like they were Russian Orthodox. That's technically cri- I mean, Christian. Yeah, but they don't. But that's the thing. Like Russian Orthodox holds itself separate from, you know, like Protestant because Boy Scouts is well, Protestant, yeah, no, but Christian, like, uh, like I'm saying, like. Er- Catholic, Catholicism, Eastern Orthodox. There are troops who don't let Russian Orthodox kids in. Which is, I mean, it's, it, Boy Scouts is a Protestant. It's, yeah. not, it's not Christian, it's Protestant. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, but all that's Christian. If you believe in Jesus Christ. I agree. That, that you're a Christian. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I just remember that was an issue with bigger troops. Like Russian kids couldn't be in the troops. Which is, that's fucking, ra- that's racist though. Yeah. No, I agree. Fucking, I... But my troop wasn't like that. We had Russian kids. Now, am I okay? Well, that's that's good. Well, you, you live. I mean, Mount Angel. This whole area is a lot of. There's a big Russian population. Yeah. Russian Orthodox. We also had Mexican anybody who doesn't Catholics. live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but I'm saying anybody who doesn't live in like the Willamette Valley, you know, yeah, they have no like, no clue. Like, what does it matter? What the fuck? We need Russian Orthodox. There's a very large population of Russian Orthodox yeah, in the Willamette Valley, and especially in the Woodburn, Mount Angel, Silverton area. And it's it's just like anything else. I I don't even notice them. It doesn't. It's yeah. No, it's nothing. But yeah. I guess to an outside, they're noticeable for how they dress. And I guess, but uh, they can get re- they can get a little annoying at bars sometimes. Like some, the but anybody crowd. can get it's annoying. It's just like at, anybody though. I, that sounded so racist. I don't yeah. mean it racist. No, but anybody. Yeah, anybody can get. I, I guess that's the only place that, like I notice a certain like. Well, there's definitely them. a culture involved with it, and it's yeah. a different culture. But just because I, I know Russian Orthodox, John Shubin is Russian, and he I, he was born into a Russian Orthodox family. They're not practicing anymore. Yeah, but I mean, you would never know looking at him. No, I can't tell. I, I thought mean, he was. Because, just... I mean, he just doesn't. He doesn't practice that culture, or he doesn't live that culture. But yeah, no, it was interesting, and honestly, like I said, everything legitimate and valuable that I learned in life, I learned in the Boy Scouts. Oh, no, that's cool. So, I mean, and I did. I have well over hundred merit badges, and probably twenty five of them were towards my eagle scout yeah so you you were just you're just a few shy from eagle scout yeah i was really close damn no but no I, am i not am i overreacting saying that i don't know if i would ever want my kids involved with boy mm. scout unless they really change um no and if you don't if, i would say if I, you don't well, i'm saying if, if you don't like i'm just talking in general to whoever if you don't like homosexuality that's fine that's your that's your that's your deal but to Forcibly, I don't know. To me, I, I guess I'm just very liberal in my interpretation of the Bible. In fact, or it, not just the Bible, but just God. And so, I, like, I really don't think God gives that much of a damn. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck, dude. I mean, God yeah, doesn't give a fuck. There's about bigger any things. Of us. I don't think Sorry. anybody else should even give a shit about if someone's gay or not. It's like Bo Burnham says in his song, "From God's Perspective, None of Us Are Going to Heaven." <laughs> yeah. And then, because it's from the perspective of God, he says, "Why would I want to kick it with you?" <laughs> exactly there's a lot of truth in that though but anyways i mean it's like but like just because it the, the organization itself is so prejudiced against i don't even know about the russian orthodox thing but i it just know it's so prejudiced against homosexuality in general yeah it's pretty that and to me like okay like let's say a parent who is gay wants but and their kid wants to be a boy scout really bad that parent they... could never be a scout leader yeah. And, and even though that parent 
And, and that's because there's these fucking backwards, dipshit-thinking fucking assholes who think if you're homosexual, you're automatically a pedophile, which is not the fucking case at all. Yeah. There are two separate things. One is perfectly acceptable, perfectly – in this day and age, it's, it's a normal thing to be gay. There's nothing wrong with it. You're yeah, not, I'm gay. <laughs> you're gay too, Kay. Yeah, I am. <laughs> we just touched our tips earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying it's like you can be gay – it's a normal person. It's not a sickness. No. Pedophilia is fucking wrong. That There is no right about that. Yeah. And then, But they're two separate things. I can't, can't stand it when you hear like these fucking Duck Dynasty assholes. Yeah. Fucking equate homosexuality to pedophilia. It's like it's not no, it's even not the same thing close. Um, what I would say to you, because you asked me at the start of this, would you – you asked me – if I thought you'd be overreacting if you said you didn't want your kids being a part of that. And what I would say is, and I've been asked that a lot. Yeah. I've probably been asked that 25 times. Um, and what I've always have said is that I was never aware that there was an issue until I was almost out of it. Yeah. And that's what I would say to anyone who's thinking about it. It's, it's like my dad is not a very politically minded person. Yeah. Um, like I, I, was never like a lot of people are raised with politics being an everyday part of their vocabulary and an everyday part of their conversation in their household. Yeah. And a lot of people adopt their parents' political views, but like I never had that chance because my dad never talked about it. Um, and I think it was the same thing. Even if my dad, my, like, I don't know what his views on are about this situation in particular, but even if he did, my dad just never talked about it. And I don't think he would let that, stop him from having me experience what I did. And if I think it ever became an issue with like our scoutmaster or those involved, I'm sure that it would have been a different story. But I, like I said, I made it all the way to being almost an adult and I didn't even find out that it was an issue from people involved in Boy Scouts. It was people. So so you're saying I, so you're saying like, I shouldn't deny my kids a good time. Because he probably won't even be aware that there's a prejudice. And what I'm saying, also this. Which makes sense. Also this. I'm not saying you're wrong. If you want to have, if you want your son to have a specific Boy Scout experience that doesn't involve some sort of prejudice against gay people, get involved with the Boy Scouts yourself. But I'm saying, but aren't they even now, like, it's part of the curriculum, like, you can't... No, it's not part of the curriculum. But but I'm saying, like, if a, say, a Boy Scout or a Life Scout, whatever, at 16, they come out as gay, aren't, like... I don't know if it right the second if it's if it's the rule in Boy Scout, but as far as a few years ago, that kid's automatically removed. You're not in Boy Scouts anymore. Maybe that's and that's not fair. Maybe and you're right. It's not fair. Um, I think most- I get I get it's a Christian organization, but Christians are so like most Christians are so skewed wrong on homosexuality. They don't fucking they don't. They obviously haven't oh, read the fucked. Bible. They haven't read they're what fucked. Jesus talked. I mean, maybe, what I, what we're I'll getting say, political again. Sorry. What I'll say is like. That was never an issue. And I, I did Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts with a guy who came out gay later on. And no one is just like, oh, my God, like, you were in the Boy Scouts. Like, how many little kids did you, you know, like, God. exactly. And uh, like I said, though, and it wasn't even the Boy Scouts. Like, no one in the Boy Scouts or involved with the organization was like, we hate queers. It was someone well, outside that. of the organization who wasn't involved. And they were like, how do you feel about them like yeah. led and there cuz i think that the way it came up was that there was this new thing about that they were going to be more accepting about gay people mm. and i was like oh cool 
And someone's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean that's cool? And then they're like, you know, the Boy Scouts is a Christian organization. We hate gays. I'm like, or not we, but they said they hate gays. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't think we'd have probably have a gay kid in our and our troop, and I, we wouldn't care. And I think that's the truth. We wouldn't care. Yeah, and you're probably. And, and, I, you know, Each troop is its own, like individually governed thing. Like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, but aren't they like loosely governed by the, like the? Yeah, so they're each there's like districts and there's stuff like that. But we almost never had anything to do with our district mm-hmm. or the BSA as an overarching. See, I only made it to. I only did two years of Cub Scouts. Like, in the first year, you're, like, a, a wolf scout, and then the second year, a bear scout or something like that? Um, yeah. You're a tiger cub. Oh, tiger. Yeah. Tiger cub, wolf cub, bear cub, wee below. Oh, you know what? I did, I guess I, I started in the bear, bear cub. Yeah, so you so were I guess in, two like, and third half grade. Because so in I, fourth and fifth grade are wee blows. Oh, okay. So I never made it to wee blow, but I made it to bear scout. Yeah. And then I we just stopped doing it, I guess. And it had nothing to do with any other than I think I lost interest. And my, my dad was like, well, fuck this. No. I did Cub Scouts all the way from, like, kindergarten or first grade all the way on up. Um, I mean, I, they definitely teach some useful stuff. And, I mean, if you can make it to Eagle Stout, that's going to stick with you for life. That's- honestly, though, like, you, I don't even know if you'd have to get your kids involved with Cub Scouts. But I just think, like, if it's something that they're interested in doing, like, Boy Scouts, I think, is really valuable. Yeah. Um, just the stuff you learn, like. Oh, I agree. I and think you and you can you it it empowers you to explore anything that you're interested in. Like you don't need to have permission from anyone to like study something that you want, and you can get any merit badge you want. There and there's ten thousand different ones probably. Jesus. And uh, I don't know. I wouldn't fault you if you didn't want your kids involved with it because there's probably other organizations that they can get involved with that are better. But as far as like. And this is going to sound so sexist and so chauvinist, but I like I don't think I knew how to be a man until I was like halfway through Boy Scouts. Like I didn't know how to look a man in the eye, shake his hand. I didn't know how to talk to a person as an adult. Yeah. I didn't know and it's very just things like that. Like I think everything about me is pretty well shaped by the Boy Scouts. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I mean in all reality, I really should just let my kid if my kid wants to do it, then yeah. let him do it and let it, you know, and that would, that would be probably and be if the you most shape responsible the experience, way to do. If you want to shape the experience, and then you get involved. And maybe it's oh, might that seem... requires fucking work. I already got enough of that. Yeah, well. No, it actually... might seem like a pain in the ass, but honestly, like, I think that was one of the best parts about Cub Scouts was having my dad around, you know, a lot. No, yeah. For yeah that sort it makes, of stuff. No, that makes all sense. I mean, I guess my hope is I hope my kids get interested in something that I would love to be involved in. Like, if, if let's say, for instance, if. My kid want one of my kids wants to do a basketball league, like like when they're ten or something. Yeah, and they need a coach. I would gladly do that. I don't. I'm not a basketball expert, but I know enough. I could I could coach a group of ten year olds in basketball. Yeah, see that would be I a would lot of love. Fun. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, but if they if one of my kids wanted to do ballet, I'd be fine. Go do ballet. That doesn't. But I'm not. But you can't get involved because you don't. I don't know anything about ballet. Yeah. I, and look at me. I mean, yeah. the listener can't look at me, but I'm fat, <laughs> hairy. Well, that's the thing. Like the things I was flexible. involved with were like little league, Boy Scouts. So I saw a lot of my dad for those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, up just, until right up, up until I joined band and started doing that yeah. sort of thing. Oh, see, if my kids wanted to ever do band or or start a band, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be one of those kids. You I'd teach them how to play uh, "Knocking on Heaven" or, <laughs> 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 or "Free Roll." No, I, I definitely. I wouldn't be one of those parents who are living life 
vicariously through yeah. the kids. But I would definitely be all about like supporting it, like doing what my dad did and driving him to shows and yeah. helping him book shows. You equip him. Yeah, I would. I'd help him out. And I would love to do that. But that's cool. And Boy Scouts, I mean, I could get it. I guess I could get into. It. It's not my. It wouldn't be my number one thing to get into. But I could. I guess you I could. could. You'd be good at it. You're the perfect type of person. You're the perfect type of person to get involved. Who with. wants candy? <laughs> I just, Who's hungry? I just mean. Who wants the, s'mores? <laughs> s'mores time. <laughs> it's 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 three o'clock. We already had s'mores for breakfast and lunch. Well, now it's dinner time. <laughs> I don't know. It's great because, like, I always think about the adults that came to, like, chaperone or whatever and be a part of the camping trips. And it's like, they didn't have to do anything. The kids do it all. The kids are even have to cook meals for them. <laughs> you say I'd be perfect for it because I'm, I'm lazy. And, like, no, but I started thinking about that when you mentioned s'mores. I was like, the kids can make you s'mores. Like, we always, we had to cook enough food Come for our scoutmaster, too. Tiger scout. <laughs> hey, one time my scoutmaster had uh, really bad cramps and we had to, uh, like get blow dryers and like get heating pads and put them on oh his Oh my calves. god, right we right we said we had to get and then you said blow. I was like, "Oh my god, you had to oh, get shit. give him That's... a blow job." <laughs> uh, hair dryer, I should say, I guess. <laughs> oh Christ. fuck. Hair dryer. We like got like wet rags and put them on his calves and then hair dried them <laughs> so, to try and get the tension out. <laughs> we didn't have to touch him. We just had to <laughs> He was always he was oddly rubbing my head while I did it. No man, he was he was like a second father to all of us. Oh, and I know, I'm just joking. No, I know. I just feel bad saying <laughs> saying he, it. He's gonna like listen to this like that son of a bitch red after I all. I feel like, bad. He had a he had a stroke. He's alive still and he's still doing well, but I feel really I guess he's kinda a little off now. Have you visited him? I've talked to him once. Since. And he had a it was during a good day. I should you should, uh, he had a stroke right before I got married. You should go like a, uh, oh, visit him and oh, I've talked. Build to him. him a fire or something. Something that he taught you how to do. <laughs> we somehow spent forty minutes talking about the. I know. Boy I'm sorry. These past two episodes haven't really been that like. I don't want to say not interesting, but they're definitely not entertaining. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Let's get we're to the both, entertaining part. We're both part. fucking exhausted. Let's get to the entertaining part, Kane. Okay. You got a little bit of time? I got time. Okay. This is a question I pose to you. Okay. Pose away. As sir. presented by Joe Rogan, though. I can't take all the credit for this. Okay. Fair enough. But this story is spawned from the fact that Survivor Man Les Stroud did a, a, a little stint in India a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He went and shot Survivor Man in the jungles of India. Right in the densest population of Bengal tiger, tigers in the world. 800-pound killing machines that can jump 14 feet vertically into the air. Yeah. On his second night. First night, he saw a tiger walking outside his campsite. Well, in the area. And he mm-hmm. said, huh, that's scary. Second night, he woke up to growls, a tiger in his campsite, and he had to climb a tree and spent the night in the tree while a tiger was below him. That's fucked up scary. Right? You can go online and you can see videos of Indians, uh, Indians from India, not Native Americans, yeah. um, being killed by tigers. Uh, tigers really? have killed- Really? You can go online and watch videos of people being mauled by a tiger? Yes. It's- Is, this, is it fucked up that I really want to like watch one? None of them are like insanely graphic, but it's definitely like a dude getting his face torn off by a tiger- or like- well, That's the definition of insanely graphic. Like there's a video of like this guy riding an elephant <laughs> and a tiger- 
was just like in the and they're in the jungle and this guy was like fuck that guy on top of that elephant and he jumps over the elephant and gets the guy are you serious i'm dead serious did no one try to save him i'm sure people tried to save him oh that is fucked up but this guy like i just imagine this tiger like fuck him <laughs> that's my elephant fuck him bitch. and fuck the elephant you rode <laughs> in on <laughs> 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 fuck you and the elephant you run. Oh my You better fuck. get running, elephant, because I'm coming after you next, asshole. The elephant's like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god. So, so what's the question that you posed to me, sir? Well, and Joe Rogan, being a skeptic, does not believe in Bigfoot. And he posed to Les Stroud. And he said, an elephant... And Sasquatch get in the octagon. They get into the An cage. Elephant? Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck. I ruined it. Oh, a tiger and a tiger and Sasquatch get into the octagon. Cage fight. UFC style. Who's gonna win? A tiger and Sasquatch. Okay, let's think this through. Um don't tell me what uh stress uh, less stroud stress route. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell I'm, I'm going on about two hours of sleep right now. Um, okay, how heavy do you think Sasquatch is? Well, that 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 that's the thing. Like it dep- like Sasquatch. Like how tall we, do you are think we going? That? Like the the skunk ape Sasquatch version. I don't know the Oma version. Are we going like classic? We're talking n- northwest. Or so Sasquatch. we're talking eight to twelve feet tall Sasquatch, roughly six hundred pounds to only six hundred uh, pounds. You think? Well, it depends. I mean, like on the smaller side. Small. Okay. Okay. But can we make a decision? It's going to be a one thousand or let's, let's go eight hundred pounds. The same weight as one of those big ass tires. You think so? I don't know. I mean, okay. No, uh, I'm just asking. I'm okay. just asking. Yeah, I, I'd say, I'd say eight hundred pound, ten feet tall Sasquatch. That that's reasonable. Okay. Versus an eight hundred pound Bengal tiger. What the. <laughs> Let's okay. So that big pussy. Let's see what he has. That that pussy has going for him. Claws. Fucking claws and Teeth. huge fangs. Fourteen feet vertical jump. Fourteen feet vertical. <laughs> he jump. He could jump out of the cage if he wanted to. Climbing ability. Yeah, so he can climb out of the cage and like tack from the top, from up top. Um, I think they're notoriously pretty um, tough animals. Like when I've I've heard stories like when. People are hunting them down. Like villagers hunting them down. It takes multiple spears. There to take are them two. Out. There are two animals in the jungle that you worry about the most in Asia. Tigers and elephants. Yeah. Uh, tigers are responsible for 300,000 deaths in the last 200 years. I believe that. That's... I mean, and they're obviously for... for they're insanely smart for, a cat, for, an, for, for an animal. They're so, for an animal. They're yeah. insanely smart. Yeah. They, they're blamed well, so like they, they have camouflage ability. So they're pretty formidable. Sasquatch. No, okay, so he's 800 pounds. He can throw boulders? Well, like, the insane strength. I'd say a, a But sa- is he as strong as a Bengal tiger if a Bengal tiger can jump 14 feet in the air? But I've heard stories, you've, you've heard stories of sightings of Sasquatch, like, leaping entire roads in one bound. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, how big is a road, though? Because if a tiger can jump 14 uh, road, feet in the air. A road, one lane needs to be, I believe, 14 feet wide. If a tiger can jump 14 feet in the air, that means that they can leap over or no, no, with or room feet. for a short person to stand. A short person can stand on a basketball rim 
and a tiger could jump higher than that. I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying in a single bound. Okay, let's say each lane is 12, 12 feet wide. Okay, so that's 24 feet. I'm saying there's stories of Sasquatch leaping, leaping 24 feet. Maybe not vertically, but that far distance. That's insane. That is insane. If that's true, if What's Sasquatch... the record for human being long jump? Though? Not that. Not 24 feet. I bet you it's close. Um, Google a... Uh, I don't have anything to Google. I'll do it real quick. Um, uh, so but they got to be, in, they're insanely huge and strong. They have camouflage ability too. They're intelligent. Because if Sasquatch is real, he's managed not to be captured. I don't know how smart tigers are really, but I would assume they're okay. I, I No, I think they're incredibly smart for your average animal, but Sasquatch is a different, yeah. different ball game. And like they've managed to elude human capture if yeah. they exist for thousands of years. Yeah. And so, um, I'm looking at world record long jump. I want to say it's like 18 feet or something like that, which is still pretty fucking amazing. That seems pretty reasonable. Um, yeah, that definitely seems... Oh, damn. Okay, I'm off. How far? Okay, so then... 24 feet. (laughs) Um, 26 feet. Um, no. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, my, my whole thing's being shot. Well, then Sasquatch, he can do more than this. No, the world, The men's <laughs> Sasquatch wor- is just the long jump record holder. <laughs> yeah, it's, it just says Sasquatch. Um, <laughs> the world record for men is 29 feet, four, in, four inches and a quarter. Yeah, I knew it was something it's, insane. That's insane. And the women's is 24 feet, eight inches. And that's fucking unreal. That's fucking ridiculous. Okay. But let's say Sasquatch could easily do the 29 feet. If he's that big, that powerful, 29 feet is nothing, right? Okay, fine. So, I mean, he has leaping ability. But what's his vertical? <laughs> I don't... Six it, inches. <laughs> I, <laughs> but, okay, but, I mean, you got to have brute strength. Um, most sightings say that he has fangs, too. Maybe not tiger-like fangs, but fangs, nonetheless. He, and the brute strength. All Sat, I, I would say... All Sasquatch has to do is get a good bear hug on that tiger and squeeze. Because if he's that big and strong, you know, he's still, he's going to be bigger than a tiger. Well, he could just pick him up like you or I would pick up our cats. Yeah. <laughs> what if he, could, if he, if he can get a hold of that tail and just pick and start swinging and like fucking boom, 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 See, like bam, bam. I think bam, the big from, thing that uh, Sasquatch has to watch out for in the ring, okay, is those eviscerating underclaws that the cats have. Uh, on their hind feet. You're right, but if also, I'm saying, yeah. Because see, Sasquatch point. goes in for a bear hug, yeah. right? A full frontal bear hug, right? Then oh, he's the tiger, Shere Khan picks up his claws like this and gives him one of these like raptor eviscerations. Oh, he, yeah, no, he's, you know, he's going to get fucked up in the process, but I'm thinking if he can just get a bear hug and squeeze really hard, or if he can get a good punch in and, and daze the damn tiger, I think Sasquatch could win. Well, there's not going to be a telephone pole to slam him against. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I think okay. If Sasquatch could get a good clean punch in, mm-hmm. daze him. He doesn't have to knock him out, but just daze him, and then he can go in for the kill. I I say Sasquatch would win. If assuming assuming the Sasquatch is eight hundred pounds, assuming it's a decent sized Sasquatch. If it's skunk ape like the the smaller version, then probably Tiger would kill kick the shit out of him. Well, and then this this is the first duel we disagree on in a while because I think the Bengal Tiger is going to win. Oh yeah, yeah, wholeheartedly. The animal killer instinct of some sort of slight hominid creature. Um, okay, but I submit to you. 
Yes, submit they, it to me, Kane. <laughs> for your approval. Um, Bigfoot has that, too. I mean, like, again, there's sightings, there's stories. I mean, this is all, it's not proven, but of Bigfoot wrestling with grizzly bears. Like, male, full-grown grizzly bears, and that's not something to sneeze about. Okay, sure. But I think that the smarter the animals get, the less powerful they are. That's not true. It is true. I'm going to stick by that. But Okay, but even like an 800-pound, 10-foot-tall Sasquatch, fucking muscled out, mm-hmm. is not going to be strong? Sure, it's going to be strong. Apparently, they can break trees yeah, or I'm, throw I'm, huge boulders. Is he able to throw boulders in this fight? No, there's no boulders. Oh, so it's just mono e mono. Yeah. It's in a cage. They're in the octagon. A squatcho This is tiger. filmed on UFC, by UFC. I still think, I think is... I mean, okay, Sasquatch has a bigger, longer reach. He's going to have a longer reach, so he, he can keep distant. He can keep his torso, his face, his crotch Fair away enough. from the tiger. He's got reach. He can protect He's, his face a little easier. Yeah. he. I, I just think he can he can just whittle at the tiger enough. If he, he, I Really, Sasquatch needs to get one good hit in, and then it's game over, because if that tiger gets dazed at all, Sasquatch goes in for the kill. Now, the one thing I think the tiger probably does have on a on a alleged Sasquatch would be the vertical leap. That Sasquatch or that excuse me if that tiger can get a good vertical leap Dude, like you said. Opening move. Opening move. I say that like, ding 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 the so, bell rings. The tiger circles around, takes flight into the air, fourteen feet up, and comes sailing down the, on if, but let's say but let's say we're wrong and let's say Bigfoot is I mean if Bigfoot's ten feet tall, four feet up is really not that much higher than him. And if he has you know, proportional wingspan, like his arms. Yeah. He could reach up and catch the damn tiger. Sure. Then he's going to get claws in the face. But he has to keep distance. He doesn't even have to catch it. He just has to push it away or swat it away or block. So, no, I, I take it back. It's not a – the, the, the 14 feet vertical leap is not that much of an advantage because Sasquatch would be big enough within enough arm reach. He could block it, swipe it away, hit it or whatever. Or catch it if he's lucky enough not to get fucking scratched to shit. If you think an imaginary creature can beat a tiger, then- <laughs> <laughs> he's real, Brett. He's real. I know that's all you have to do when this argument is like Bigfoot's not real. <laughs> Damn it, he's not real. Bigfoot isn't real. Okay, just take your Bigfoot out. <laughs> yes, just wipe out Bigfoot. Show them to me. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay, how about this? Who would win in a fight? Same same scenario. Take Sasquatch out, put it in a big-ass grizzly bear. Tiger. Still a tiger. Tiger would definitely have the speed factor. I mean, a grizzly bear is really strong, but they're not an ape, like they're not an apex predator. Who, well, who, I don't even think a tiger. Who fucking hunts a grizzly bear? Human beings. Uh, take, oh, <laughs> take human beings out. Okay, you're right. In the animal kingdom, what hunts a grizzly bear? I'm sure wolves will eat a bear. Oh, I don't think wolves fuck with grizzly bears. I've never once heard of a story of wolves taking down a grizzly bear. A pack bear. of wolves wouldn't kill a, and eat a grizzly bear? I'm sure they would, but they'd lose half the pack. Okay, great white sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong, Kane. <laughs> alligators. Big prehistoric-sized alligators, okay? Tigers eat them. <laughs> Tigers. Uh, that uh, would be a better fight. I think I think that would be a more interesting fight to watch, in all honesty. Other than the fact that, oh my god, Bigfoot's real. <laughs> He's fighting a tiger. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
a grizzly bear? How about I would be more apt to say a polar bear versus polar bear actually be the better. That's the most aggressive and and, and polar so, bear might stand a chance against. And a that's tiger. a true apex. Like, there's nothing that takes down a polar bear. Oh yeah, dude. I mean they 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 live where there's only fucking norwals and seals. I mean it's and like walrus and a walrus. Yeah, walrus. I guess actually. Well, no, you do hear stories of polar bears taking out walrus. I take it back. I've seen it on yeah planet Earth. I don't know. Um, again, that's all assuming Sasquatch is real. I I yeah. say Sasquatch could beat him. I think you're stupid, but that well, aside, you and every teacher I've had. <laughs> <laughs> the low blows aside, uh, you stupid has nothing to do with the fact that Sasquatch would lose that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't. Th- I, I. I actually think Sasquatch would win. He just has to keep distance and get one good hit in. That's that's all he has to do. Fucking powerful hit to the fucking. I mean, nose. you're talking about Sasquatch like he's fucking Muhammad Ali, like a brilliant strategist. Well, they're in, in a boxers. fucking cage. <laughs> they're in a fucking cage fight. You yeah. might as well. I know he doesn't have to be Muhammad Ali. He has to be fucking uh, Frank Mir or or uh, um. Andre Ar- Ar- Arvlosky or uh, Randy Couture or Brock Lesnar or Cain Velasquez or any one of these guys. Just keep a good enough distance and get a good hit and daze them, get an opening. It's a strategy, and Sasquatch is obviously smart. Yeah. I'll give you that. I mean, Tiger has speed. I think as far as uh, like intellectual advantage in the ring, okay, sure, I'll give Sasquatch the edge. But in terms of pure... Like animal fighting instinct. Like we're talking about an animal that has to kill other animals to survive. Like he doesn't get to go Bigfoot forge some berry. What the fuck does Bigfoot kill to survive? Deer. Bigfoot does not hunt deer. Yeah, he does. He's probably killed deer. They've they've been known to hunt deer. Fine. Maybe he's eaten deer, but I doubt he hunts deer. I bet they do. Fine. Maybe he does. Moose. Moose is that's one of the most dangerous animals in the world. Fucking Sasquatch has never killed a moose in his life. Those I guarantee you, Sasquatch is. Assuming they're real, yes, I know they're not proven to be real. If anything, Sasquatch rides a moose. <laughs> <laughs> rides him into battle. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way he could kill and eat a moose. Like, wolves hardly ever fight mooses. No, but moves are extremely dangerous. But, again, I bet Sasquatch could do it. A moose are, like, you wouldn't know. They look. I know they look goofy, but that's a fucking intense They're huge, animal. and they're insanely dangerous. They're enormous. Well, yeah, they aren't really afraid of much, except for in the way I've heard they're, they, they don't, them and grizzly bears don't get along, because a, like, a grizzly bear can't take them down. I'm fu- I'm, dude, a moose, and a fight between a grizzly bear and a moose, I put my money on the moose every day. I, I'd say that's a toss-up. I'd say the grizzly bear could win, I'm not saying, but I'm saying if I had to bet, chips all in one way or the other, I'm putting it on the moose. Uh, I, I probably would, like, I'm going to disagree, I'd lean slightly towards the grizzly bear, or polar bear, whatever bear you want to fucking... You... Okay, what could Sasquatch kill easier then, a grizzly bear or a moose? Easier? Yeah. Toss, again, toss up. Toss up! I, I'd lean slightly to he'd be able to kill a moose slightly easier. Slightly, it's a toss up. He would fucking destroy a grizzly bear. No, but they're they're essentially the same size, same brute strength going at each other. And a moose, like, I'm talking about, they're fucking dangerous, but you really just have to get on it, get to its side. You have to stay away from its antlers or whatever the fuck you want to call it. You have to stay away from its hind legs because they can kick you. You have to get to the side. And then you get to the side. How are you going to get to the side? 
know, like fucking bullfighting Toro, you know, <laughs> just like as he's running, like, you know, you're going to bullfight a moose in order to get to the side so you can kill it. Yeah. As he's running at you, jump to the side real quick. He's running right by you, grab a hold of his neck, bring him down, take out his legs. You take out a moose's legs, how skinny those things are. He's done. Then you can just wait him out. Yeah. You and every wolf has had that thought. <laughs> Wolves are they're smaller. So I I, I bet you wolves probably a huge. And what have wolves ever taken out a moose? Yes. Okay, if a wolf can do it, then fucking Sasquatch can do it. Okay, but wolves don't do it every day. That's what I'm saying. I know. I'm not saying Sasquatch does it every day. Obviously not, because he doesn't even exist. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Look, fine, whatever. Bengal tigers versus Sasquatch. Kane thinks it's a toss-up. I think the Bengal tigers win. I didn't say that. I said. Sasquatch, Sasquatch would win. win. Okay. No, I'm saying it's a toss-up between a moose and a grizzly bear. Fine. I think the Bengal tiger wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about a great white shark versus Bigfoot? <laughs> is it in the water or out of the water? If it's Obviously. out of the water, that shark is fucked. If it's in the water, Sasquatch is fucked. <laughs> yeah. Not so cut and dry now. Is it game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Fine. Well, uh, well, I don't know. I just think the tiger wins. I mean, I just think that this is an animal that has to kill everything it eats. That's that was my point. It has to kill everything it eats. It doesn't get to forage for berries or catch fish in this <laughs> stream. And no, it fucking has to hunt and kill animals. And Sasquatch has eluded the most intelligent animal in. The yeah, and tigers ex- have killed three hundred thousand of those most intelligent animals so in just the last two hundred years. Sasquatch doesn't have to kill them. Sasquatch doesn't have to kill them. They they elude them. That's and humans have captured Bengal tigers. It's it's happened. What? Humans have captured Bengal tigers. Dude, I'm so certain that you just said and Bigfoots have captured. Oh, maybe Bengal I did. I'm, dude, I'm so damn tired. I might have. I was like, what? It probably. Yeah, they're in a little zoo. Dude, how many reported deaths are there for Sasquatches a year from from human beings? None that we know of, because they hide the body. Three hundred thousand in the last two hundred years equates to three a day. Oh, it doesn't. Sure it does. Do the math. Um, so two hundred years. Uh, three hundred sixty-five days. Yeah. Times three hundred. Three hundred. Okay. Or er, well, two hundred. I'm sorry. Three hundred sixty-five times two hundred equals seventy-three thousand. Seventy-three thousand. So three hundred. That's om- that's more than three a day then. Three hundred thousand deaths. Okay, fine. It's 4.1. <laughs> <laughs> 4.1 humans have died a day in the last 200 years to fucking Bengal tigers. So, since we started uh, record- hanging out tonight, somebody in the world has died from a tiger. Probably. Fucking San Diego Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Bitch gets out. That just That seems like almost insanely high, though. To me, the number seemed really low. I was like, what? That's it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh. Well, Rhett, how can they reach us on Twitter? Kane, they can reach us on Twitter. I'm at Rhett is awesome, R-E-T-T is awesome. And I'm at Kane K-A-N-E-R-W-A-N-E-R. They can also tweet us at Duel of Taints. At, uh, yeah, just Duel of Taints. All one word. Uh, you guys can also email us, duel at airpodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash airpodcast. You can also call us at 
657-888-3835. That's 657-888-DUEL. Let us know who you think would win, Tiger or Sasquatch. We're interested. We want to know. I'll grant you that I hope the Sasquatch wins. But if I had to bet, like my life savings, it's going on the Tiger. I just, yeah. 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 Anything else to add? Um, um, hopefully when this uh, airs, the Blazers are still in it. So go Blazers. Rip City. Injuries have been hard on them. So hopefully by the time this airs, they're still in it. Yeah. Um, you know what? Fuck you, Red Tigers lose. It's a trap. mic been off the entire time because i thought you just it looked like you just like no there's no switch oh does mine have a switch no okay that's how you know they're legit yeah. <laughs>